Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. It allows us, apartment syndicators, to learn about the investing strategies of these top commercial real estate investors who have billions of dollars under management. So what are the big guys doing? And then how can we as operators implement some of these strategies into our investment approach? Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the apartment syndication school, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hello, best ever listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndications. As always, I am your host, Theo Hicks, and today we're going to break down the results of another big-time commercial real estate report. This time we're going to talk about CBRE's annual America's Investor Intentions Survey. I really like focusing on these reports, reading these reports, finding these reports, because if you've got these hundreds of millions of dollars, sometimes billions of dollars institutions with these massive research firms who have access to proprietary analytics, and they'll compile these surveys or reports and present them to us for free. A great way to get some inside information and stay up to date on what's currently going on in commercial real estate as well as take a look at some potential future trends. So this is going to be a survey. So this is not based off of necessarily a report or crunching analytics or data. What CBRE does is they ask certain commercial real estate professionals questions on a survey form and then compile the results. So they ask real estate fund managers, developers, owners, operators, REIT managers, investment managers, 
insurance managers, pension fund managers, and high net worth individuals about their investment strategies for the coming year. So lots of different perspectives all coming together in this one survey. And it allows us, apartment syndicators, to learn about the investing strategies of these top commercial real estate investors who have billions of dollars under management. So what are the big guys doing? And then how can we as operators implement some of these strategies into our investment approach? Or as a passive investor, someone's a passive investor, you can determine which operators to invest with. So your passive investors are probably very sophisticated ones, ones that have a ton of money are staying up to date on these trends. So they'll want to make sure that you know about these trends as well. It's kind of like going back to being able to hack into the strategies in the mind of these big billion dollar investors. It's like when you're selecting a target market and you see a lot of Fortune 500 companies relocating to the area or putting their headquarters in that area. Clearly, they know something, right? Because they're a multi-billion dollar firm, probably spent years researching to find a corporate headquarters. So obviously, they know something. So that's another great way to pick a market. Not solely based off of that, but it's a good metric to see. Anyways, we're going to talk about some of the top takeaways that I took from reviewing CBRE's America's Investor Intentions Survey. And you can find the full results of this survey at CBRE. You can just go to their research and reports tab, and then you'll find the America's Investor Intentions Survey. So I've got nine takeaways that I got from the survey. The first is that 2021 will be a seller's market. Now, before I dive into this, these aren't all exactly what's going to happen. This is guaranteed. This is just the opinions, again, of these top commercial real estate individuals. So based off of the survey, 2021 will be a seller's market. So 70% of the survey respondents plan to purchase more real estate in 2021 while only 30% of the respondents expect to sell more real estate in 2021. This is based off of 20%. So they asked them, do you plan on buying or selling at least 20% more than you did in the previous year? So 70% said that we plan on buying at least 20% more real estate this year, whereas only 30% of the respondents plan on selling at least 20% more real estate this year. So what does that mean? There is a expected imbalance of supply and demand. More people expect to buy more and less people expect to sell more, which means that you can expect more competition for deals. And then as a result, higher pricing, which means that sellers should be able to get more money by selling right now. Number two, which kind of goes counter to number one, which I thought was interesting but kind of just gives you the mindset of buyers right now is that investors are seeking higher returns than usual or than they did in the previous years, more specifically on riskier assets. So the riskier the asset, the more respondents expect to have a higher return. And this is based off of 200 basis points, so 0.2% returns. So the server respondents expect returns at least 200 basis points higher for value add, opportunistic, and distressed. So the way that CBR defines these value add is the least risky, opportunistic is next up to scale, and distressed would be the most risky. 
So about 5% of respondents want higher returns on value-add deals. 10% want higher returns on opportunistic deals. And then 30% wanted higher returns on distressed deals. And this is mostly due to, the investor said, intense competition for high-quality assets, so core-plus assets, and then uncertainty related to the length and impact of the pandemic. So they want a little bit more meat in the bone if they're going to take a risk on a value-add, opportunistic, or distressed deal. Which is interesting because it's a seller's market, but the buyers want more returns. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. One of the hardest tasks to balance while scaling your real estate investing business is accounting. Well, realestateaccounting.co takes care of the numbers for you so you can grow your business and revenue. REA helps property managers and investors save time and money by automating back office, financial, admin, and accounting. Starting is quick and seamless, from accounts payable to reconciliations, taxes, and reporting. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever to find out how REA clients save on average 30% by leveraging their accounting services versus hiring in-house. With CPAs on staff and being owner-operators themselves, REA knows the challenges of your growing real estate business. Try it risk-free at realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever. And remember to mention the Best Ever Podcast sent you to receive up to $1,800 towards onboarding and services. That's realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. Number three also plays in number two is that more investors than ever are going to pursue riskier investments, which kind of might play into why they want a higher return. So the percentage of investors seeking opportunistic and distressed assets was 16% in 2020. And they broke this down between 16% opportunistic and 0% distress. So nobody wanted distressed deals in 2020. But in 2021 survey, they had a record high of 29% who were going to seek opportunistic and distressed deals. And it was 19% opportunistic. So kind of stable, just up a little bit from 16%, but 10% distressed, which is obviously an infinite increase, but 10% of investors plan on seeking the distress deals in 2021, which might also play into why more people want to make high returns on those distressed assets. And then another 29% will see value add assets. So again, there's going to be more competition in these riskier assets. So if you're pursuing value add opportunistic distressed deals, expect to pay more. And if you're selling, obviously expect to be able to get more for those deals. Takeaway number four is more investors than ever will seek hotels and resorts. 
but the caveat is at a discount. So obviously, hotels and resorts were one of the hardest hit asset classes during the COVID-induced recession. But based off of this survey, people are wanting to buy these now because they can get them at a deep discount. So a record high, 11%. So it's not insanely high, but still, this is a record-breaking based from the time they've started the survey. 11% of survey respondents will target hotels and resorts in 2021 because of the expectation of a lot of distressed sales of assets that are closed down, that are priced under value, that are delinquent on their mortgages. So 55% of the people who expect to target hotels want over 30% discount. So over half the people who are targeting apartments want that juicy 30% discount. Another 41% want at least 10% and up to 30%, so a mid-discount. And then 4% expect at least a small discount. So that adds up to 100%. So 100% of people who are targeting hotels and resorts want a discount. And then over half of those want a massive discount, which I thought was kind of fascinating. Five investors are seeking alternative real estate investments. So not just your traditional multifamily office hospitality, things like that. Half of respondents plan to invest in real estate debt, for example. Another 30% plan to invest in life science or medical offices. Another 30% plan to invest in single family rentals, which I thought was super fascinating. So you've got these big time commercial real estate investors investing in non-commercial real estate single family rentals. 25% plan to invest in data centers, which is something that I didn't really know about until I was reviewing another report, and it showed how high the returns were for data centers. And then 25% plan to invest in cold storage, and 20% plan to invest in student housing. So more creative alternative investments besides your standard core investment types. Number six, which wasn't necessarily a mind-blowing takeaway, but just something that's Very consistent across all real estate reports, real estate surveys, any type of market data you look at. The Sunbelt markets are doing very, very well from really all data points. So it's no surprise that investors will favor the Sunbelt markets in 2021. So they asked the survey respondents for their top targeted markets for 2021. And the top eight were all in the Sunbelt. So from first to eighth, so the number one market to the lowest market by lowest top, eighth best. So we've got Austin, DFW, Greater Los Angeles, Phoenix, Denver, Atlanta, Miami, South Florida, and then San Francisco. And then you've got non-Sun Belt markets running out the top 10 with Seattle and New York City tied for ninth. And then Charlotte, which is sometimes considered Sun Belt, sometimes not, rounding out the top 10. So in all of those markets in the top eight are in the southern third or so of the U.S. And again, if you go to any of the blog posts we have on our website, any of the syndications global episodes where I've talked about market reports or go to any market report, talks about the markets during 2020, some belts are always topping those lists. Seven, the takeaway is that the biggest investing institutions are transitioning from gateway markets to secondary markets. So this is something that was in a sense, happening before 2020 and before the pandemic, but a huge shift in 2021, at least in the intentions of these big-time investors. So, flashing back to last year's survey, 
the top markets that firms with more than $50 billion in assets under management. These are the biggest investing institutions in the U.S. Invested in were greater Los Angeles, San Francisco area, Boston, Seattle, and greater New York City, which are all gateway markets except for Seattle. In 2021, all the top markets were secondary markets. So Austin, DFW, Denver, Atlanta, and Phoenix. And they're all in the Sun Belt too, right? So secondary Sun Belt markets as opposed to gateway markets. So not a single market that was targeted by investors in 2020 is a top market targeted 2021, which shows you how quickly things can change in real estate. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Takeaway number eight, investors don't expect office demand to bounce back for at least three years. So obviously office with the stay-at-home orders took a pretty big hit during the pandemic. And they asked these investors when they expect the demand to bounce back. And they really don't expect it to bounce back. So half of the respondents expect the demand for office to decrease slightly in the next three years. So not even bounce back, just keep dropping by up to 10%. 27% expect demand to decrease significantly. So 10 to 30%. And only 2% expect demand to increase slightly. And then no one expected demand to increase significantly. So the vast majority expect the demand for office to continue to decrease for at least the next three years. So it's, again, good information to know if you're an office investor or considered investing in office. Maybe wait three years because investors don't think it's going to bottom out for at least three years. And then lastly, number nine is operational strategies focus on long-term trends and credit quality. So when they asked these top investors about their top operational strategies during the COVID area. 60% of respondents have a stronger focus on long-term demographic and technological trends. And 50% are placing a greater emphasis on tenant credit and rent roll growth. And then interestingly, because this kind of goes against something that we've talked about on this show before, when we were analyzing the top COVID takeaways from the Realty Shares CEO, I believe it was the Realty Share CEO, Jillian Hellman. She was talking about how they reduced their CapEx budget. They stopped doing renovations. But only 10% of these respondents reduced their CapEx budget. And then also interesting, only 10% focused on economic relief measures to retain their residents. So two things that a lot of people talk about, which is stopping renovations and doing whatever you can to keep your tenants, wasn't necessarily top of mind for these big institutions. So in conclusion, to summarize these takeaways, what do commercial real estate investors expect in 2021? They expect it to be a seller's market because there are more investors who plan on buying more real estate than there are investors who plan on selling more real estate. Investors will pursue riskier investment types, so distressed, opportunistic, and value add, but with the expectations of higher returns on those investment types. More investors will seek hotels and resorts, but at very big discounts. Investors will also seek more alternative investments like debt, 
medical space, single family rentals, data centers, cold storage, institute housing. The Sun Belt markets will be the most in demand. The largest firms are transitioning from nearly all gateway markets to all secondary markets. Investors do not expect demand for office space to return to pre-pandemic levels for at least three years. And then lastly, the top operational strategies in a COVID-19 world are long-term demographic and technology trends, as well as tenant credit and rent roll growth. So again, this is based off of the CBRE annual America's Investor Surveys and Tensions. You can download that whole survey at cbre.us actually, but I basically went over all the major takeaways here. So that will conclude this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out our other syndication school episodes at syndicationschool.com. We've also got a lot of free resources that we're giving away with those as well. Thank you for tuning in. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.